Hey, this is Mike. Wowza. Same quality music means you're terrible. Anyway, I just want to drop a quick note and let you know that this will be the final posted episode of Best Buy Pod. I've been so long, I've forgotten the name of it. So what follows is kind of a goodbye to West Buy Pod, but also a hello to something new we're going to try. I won't spoil it right now, but you can definitely get a preview of it in this episode. We've had a pretty fun time. Uh, you know, since we've all kind of moved, it's been a little more difficult to record. And I think since I moved personally, we've only done like six episodes, and that was over the course of three years. But I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, it's been an incredible journey. Um, a lot of it was embarrassing. A lot of it went really well. We've had uh, 6,000 plays uh, in the lifetime of the podcast, and one episode we got over 800, which you know doesn't sound like much, but this is a very uh, narrow genre that we were going for. Definitely probably got as successful as it could. It's a thing new. We don't know where this is going to go. We just want to try it out and see how it goes. Um, hope you enjoy, and here's the final episode of Let's Buy Pod, and it's technically the first episode of a new podcast. <laughs> call this thing i I go we're practically different people except you know and before we were 40 all we do is sit around and talk about pop culture stuff and now that we're in our 40s all we do now is talk about family and then talk about pop culture stuff and that's about it and how we remember when dinosaurs roamed the earth yes and then they evolved into boy bands (laughs) exactly right exactly well no it was funny because that's like i feel like now everyone just whines and I'm sitting there going, do we whine when we were younger? I'm pretty sure we did. Probably. We just choose not to remember that part. Yeah, I guess not. Well, they say that. They say uh, when people look back at their past, they always remember it better than what it possibly was and stuff. Which, I don't know. I don't know if that's all true. But I can see where we can spin things positively as as human beings. but. Babies tend to forget like everything, like when they're growing up. It was funny. Uh, uh, Marion last night we were sitting around and we were watching some stuff on Disney Plus, and she goes, "I want to see dinosaurs." And I was like, <laughs> "Dinosaurs?" And I looked, and it's the Jim Hansen one. And I'm sitting there going, "Okay, this will be fun to watch." <laughs> All right. No, go ahead. No, that's fine. Finish up. I was just gonna say the whole time. Uh, she's watching it. She just has this expression on her face. Just like slightly confused and not really sure if this is real or or what's going on. And then I didn't realize the joke at the start of the show was that the the comet's already coming and that everyone's going to die soon. Uh, okay. Uh, I didn't know that. Did I don't you remember know that, that either. No. Uh, literally, the first episode starts off with the dad telling the son how he got born or whatever. But it, then before that happens, it literally starts with a news broadcast where it's like, meteor is heading to Earth, and soon all life will end. And then a paper slides across the desk and goes, never mind, I was wrong. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, in the, in the show's canon, that's not how they were wiped out. <laughs> well, there you go. Did you yeah, ever watch was, the whole thing? No, I, I Martha watched uh, it and watched it all, but I never watched Dinosaurs. I always saw it. But you know, I knew enough about. I knew the quotes because everyone quoted it and stuff. You know, yeah, it's such a dark ending. In fact, I think that's where my love of dark endings comes from. Is from dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I told Martha, I said, I, 
I, I go, I only know the ending because Mike told me the ending a long time ago. That I know they all die. And I know they all die from they freeze because they hit the ice age and they all freeze out is what I think what they what Mike told me it was. And it literally just ends with them like not knowing they're about to die, right? What happens is that it creates some sort of like pesticide that kills all the bugs. And because they killed all the bugs, it, the all the vegetation starts to die too. Uh, and so somebody came up with the idea that uh, we, we need rain. And the way we get rain is we get lots of clouds. And what has better clouds than volcanoes? So, uh, so they, they bomb all the volcanoes into exploding. And uh, it, it creates you know, a, a winter because the skies are blocked for centuries. So it's pretty much a global warming ending. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. It's actually, this is up before this is up, pretty much, in other words. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen that movie? No. No, it's a, it's a Netflix movie, but that's pretty much it. It's, okay. Does that whole thing with it's? It, they don't name the people, but pretty much Bezoy is gonna is gonna save the world, and he decides, well, well, we can make more money if we let the asteroid actually collide with the Earth, not right. knowing that actually that kills everyone too. It's it's a it's a gotcha. it's a messed up ending. Is all I think you told me that about told that me about that also. Oh, did I? Point. Yeah. I, I yeah. Remember. It just made me depressed afterwards because yeah. I I walked away from that movie going. I can totally see a lot of this stuff actually happening in real life. So. The other great joke about dinosaurs that I didn't realize until I came to the Midwest mm-hmm. is that, you know, they're the Sinclairs. And then his best friend's last name is Hess. Uh, both those are big oil companies out here. <laughs> um, I did not know that. In, in fact, Sinclair's mascot is a dinosaur. <laughs> now, I... I don't know if dinosaurs was influenced that or if that influenced dinosaurs, but there was definitely some cross influence there. Yes, yeah, I understand. Well, there you go. That's the joke of the of the show that cracked me up. Is it you know you know just in the first episode they they talk about uh, lo- middle class and how they can barely afford anything and how they are hanging on by the skin of their teeth. And it's funny because the the father dinosaur is like 41, 42. Which goes back to our theme, and he's sitting there going, "Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess I'll be dead by the time this one gets old enough." And I'm like, "I don't need to hear this. Let's, let's change the channel. This is not helping a mood right now." So. Yeah, the, the thing I realized being older now is dinosaurs definitely got way too real for people <laughs> of a certain age. Yeah. Yes, exactly right. You can tell who the writers were. They were men yeah. in their 40s. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were like second generation Jim Henson puppeteers. So yes. you know, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Like they start off the thing doing a tribute to Jim Henson the way the first episode starts. And then I'm just like, well, it's not bad. But I got kicked out. I thought it was funny. Marion did not. She was uh, she was not impressed is all I could say. She was just sitting there going, huh? <laughs> you just had to turn to her and go, you, you had to have been there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so but uh no no it's not bad so what do you think uh, you think that's a good title right there or what was or it again, a good forgot. premise no i love the premise um what was the title i forgot well the t- i thought we're practically the same person we're practically the same person podcasting in our 40s that's what martha came up with and i'm like i like that i'll give that i'll throw that one in my right there are, are we going to do like a, a pitch meeting on this? That's fine with me, yeah. Well, see, now I'm thinking dinosaurs. I'm like the fossils. <laughs> <laughs> or you can call it the Hank uh, Jr. song. You ever heard that old song called Dinosaur? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, but then you just get a lot, a lot of country fans come in there and like, man, it's Hank Jr. podcast. And they're like, oh, no, just a bunch, bunch of uh, nerds talking about random stuff. Okay, never mind. Bunch of old farts, which old yes. farts also a possible name. Old farts. I like that. I was watching uh, Grumpy Old Man the other day, too. And I don't know, man. It, it, a lot of that humor hits me harder and harder as I watch that show right there. I'm like, hmm, yeah. that's pretty funny right there. I'm trying to stay away from that for now, I think. What, the grumpy old man? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't need any more reminders right now. Although, I, I, I guess for the purposes of building show content, I, I absolutely need that. <laughs> well, you know, it's that whole thing of, you know, we're getting old. Older and everything. Everything starts hurting a little more. Everything goes a little slower. Yeah. There was a comedian I watched uh, on, it was on, it was on one of those like uh, TikTok shorts. Uh, but it cracked me up because it was a guy got up here on the stage. He goes, I'm going to tell you the difference between people over 40 and people under 40. And he does this. He just literally stands up on the stool. Now, the people under 40 right now are looking at me like, what's the big deal? I don't get why. What's the big deal? But the people over 40 are looking at me going, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? Why are you standing on a chair and that stool? You're going to fall and you're going to hurt something. Take your time. Step. Hold on to the side. Make sure you. You take your time and step off the stool, you're going to get hurt. And he goes, that's the biggest difference. People under 40, they don't think about getting hurt. People over 40, think about getting hurt all the time. And I completely understand that because after you roll your ankle a couple times just walking around, I'm like, yeah, I got I to gotta be careful. What's <laughs> You're always checking like the ground and yeah. being like, what's going on here and stuff. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Here in Minnesota, it's like 90% uh, trip hazard right now outside. Um, you just so, never leave the house. Well, that's been the plan so far. Um, <laughs> sometimes you just got to go to work, though. Yeah. Well. Um, or school or you know what have you, groceries. Um, I don't have my uh, bomb shelter quite fixed with uh, canned goods just yet. <laughs> well, hopefully you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you really have that in West Virginia too well? No. No, I was going to say. In fact, I'm closer to the grocery store now than I was then. But, uh, you know, you still have to get there. And uh, when, yeah. you know, we actually haven't really had any snow in the last two months, but um, December was like the fifth snowiest on record oh, Okay, for Minnesota, which you can imagine what that was like. Um, I was going to say, so you definitely had a white Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, big, big walls of snow. We've had a couple days above freezing now um, mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. And then today was in the 40s, actually two feet of snow is melted um, and, and then it has no place to go. And then it drops below freezing again. And then guess what? Yeah. It's all ice. You, you got, you got yourself a death trap out there. Yeah. No, I, I would, I would think that too. That was the craziest thing. I tell you what happened to me uh, during Christmas too here. Then snow, but it dropped to zero degrees. Oh yeah. You didn't have electricity. I, I, I started off losing electricity and it just kind of domino effect of everything going out. So I lost electricity. Finally, when it came back on, um, because the the temperature of the house dropped so radically, my pipes actually froze. Which and it wasn't just like the pipes froze here; they froze in the pump house. Which I didn't, I've never heard of that happen. Yeah. So then I didn't have water, and then it was like every day it was something else we would lose. We would lose after we got we lost the water. Then the uh, microwave stopped working, and then it's Christmas. <laughs> I'm sitting here going. I have no idea. You know, you're trying to figure out how to get water in your house so you can just do the basic things like, you know, go to the bathroom and stuff. It, a lot of fun for Christmas, is all I can say. But it took us about a week to get everything back. But still, pain in the butt. 
You had, you had a ton of Christmas lights too, and Santa didn't get to see them. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I got the power back on by um by uh Santa time, so that was fine. It just yeah, day up to Santa time, kind of stressful. I did get some compliments on the Christmas lights, and then we tore them all down. So I think if I ever put up Christmas lights, I would never take them down. I would just not turn them on for like nine months out of the year. You know, I used to do that before I got married. And it was funny because you know who gave me the idea originally? Uh, it was Martha's grandmother. Uh, she she said the same thing. She goes, you know, if I had Christmas lights, I just put them up. Just leave them up. I was like, I like that. And I did for like one year. I just left all the Christmas lights up, just never plugged them in. And then when I went to turn them on next year, you know what happened? They're all working except for one section at the highest point of the roof. So you have to still get a ladder out and tear down that section and put a new section of light up to fix it to make it all look right and stuff. Yeah, which one? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, fun. Yeah. But besides that, no, yeah, plan worked fine. And then, yeah, I got you know, a family and stuff. And now we decorate for all holidays, including outside lights and stuff. So, all right. Yeah. So, let's well, see. so I, I think with this show, we can do segments like, um, I think we should pick a topic, like one okay. from our youth that no longer exists. Okay. I like segment, that. I like that. And then have a segment, you know, go through the history of it, if there is a history to be gone through with it. And then um, have a segment for, like, the modern equivalent of that thing. Because, okay. because all things exist in some iteration or another. Yes. Nothing so, ever goes away. It just gets recycled, reused. Exactly. And I think you can do a, a third segment where you uh, talk about, well, at least I'm not this old. And yes, about somebody else having done something old or or uh, just somebody you admire who is older, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Okay. Uh, you know, somebody you have met recently who is significantly older than you, that, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, we might want to not use names just because they they might be offended when they're like, "Well, at least I'm not as old as." But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, um, that was actually my backdoor lead into uh, who you met this week. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you who I met this week, sir. That's a good lead right there. Um, I went and met one of my childhood heroes, my wonderful wife uh got me uh, a birthday slash uh valentine's day present this year and uh i got to uh sit in concert and listen to william shackner uh talk about star trek and then um afterwards if for the right price if you had the right amount of green you can uh go up and get your picture with them and get an autograph from them on one of the posters and i at first i told her i was like well we don't have to do the picture and stuff and then we got there and then i was like oh you can still sign up for the pictures because i figured that was something they had to do like before you even get there yeah and the answer is no they are going to try to suck all that money out of you the best they can whenever you get there and i was like yeah, yeah. you, you got to boldly go yes yes so i'm sitting there going Okay, let's do and Martha's like, let's do it. And I was like, You really? She goes, Yeah, let's do it. How often, you know, how nice would it be? And plus you get a picture and stuff, and you can you know, but hey, here's a picture. Plus he's 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 like what, ninety two or something like that? Ninety one, right. Ninety one. You turns ninety two next month, I think. You don't really have a whole lot of time left to get an autograph if you're ever going to do that. 
well, that was what. And see, I think I think you actually led into how this came to be, and because a while ago I told Martha how you were at a con or at something one time, and like Nimoy was there, and you're like, oh man, I really. Or you saw something online you were gonna buy it had Nimoy's autograph on it or whatever. Yeah, it, it was an autograph and I Yes. Yeah. And I had the was, thought, I had the thought at the time, you don't know how much longer he's gonna be alive. He's pretty old. Yes. I should get this just because you know, not because I'm a fan of but because I know it'll it was like forty bucks or something. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I, I know it's gonna increase significantly when he dies. Yes. And I, and I think I went back to that site after he died and it was like 120. Yes, but yes. And, and it was like just like months between the times I had that thought and, and him actually passing away and him passing away. And that was the kind of thing. And I said and Martha heard me tell that story before. And, and so she sat there and I guess she was looking at the thing and she's like and shot me the text message and said, you want me to order? You want me to book this? And I was like, I don't know. And I and I did this thing. And, and if you're a Star Trek fan. Especially if you keep up to like the behind the scenes stuff and you listen to all the podcasts and do all the nerd stuff I do. William Shackner has a reputation not being the nicest guy. Right. I've heard that. He's yeah, everyone of... knows that. The yeah. joke everyone made, like, you know, uh Galaxy Quest, the movie. Yeah. That is actually based on several encounters he had in real life that the that the author put in there, like the bathroom scene in Galaxy Quest and okay, everything yeah. like that. That actually happened to William Shackner. Anyways. So I was sitting there going, ah, forget it. I'll go watch it because it like he's 91. I want to hear what he has to say. Plus, it would be a hell of a story. And we go there and we get set up and we're in our seats. And that what they do is they show, they show Star Trek II first. And then at the end, they bring him out and let him talk for like two hours. And he'll talk about whatever you want type thing. Right. And so he comes out. And sure enough, uh, he... You know, at first comes off kind of being kind of me, but turns into the nicest guy I have ever heard. Extremely warm. You know, the guy who was doing the MC on the stage was like you and me. He was he was a, a, a major nerd who was very intimidating, <laughs> William Shacker, who didn't know what to say and who was freaking out the whole time he was kind of on the stage with him. And and Shacker was like very nice with the guy. And you can tell he does this all the time. You know, it was like walks the guy through doing the questions and helps them out and gives them like, you know, a prompt to answer, but tells us huge long stories. And I mean, very, very nice. But the craziest thing too, he was also 91. So he would just ramble. He was like me right now. He just rambled and rambled and rambled and rambled. And then he like, and he, he realized he went way too off core and he pulled back to the very end and tried to center up the main conversation and he did that like five six times i think they only asked him like three questions and he talked for like an hour it was like a kevin smith oh. special yeah, yeah. Is what, what it was and That's i was just like damn and but he was funny well, the only thing that got me cracked up is the, the ones i'll tell you that that were funny um was someone asked him from um from miss congeniality since he was in that movie the only question they ask is what's your perfect perfect date and he immediately laughed and said April 14th or whatever, or April 23rd or something stupid like that, whatever the answer was in the movie. And yeah. everyone laughed at that. And then the next question, someone asked him, personal question, they say, yeah. He goes, boxers are briefed. He takes a long pause and he says, depends. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then he laughed and laughed and laughed. And then everything else was fine. And yeah, it was a great time. And then at the end, just to wrap it up, uh, we uh go off the side because you pay for the 
for the the pitchers and stuff. And it's about five thousand people there, right? And it's oh, all yeah. torn, and it's packed. And you come out, and about half of that auditorium has signed up to get pictures with them. Yeah. And he he even said in the interview, "Oh, I'll be here for another forty five minutes, and I'm going to leave and go to the next thing." He's got the next line and stuff. And I was like, "How the hell are they going to do forty five in forty five minutes to like two thousand people?" And I tell you how they do it. It's uh, it's a freaking assembly line. Yeah. And they literally just said, "All right, if you got this color on, come on up." And you come on up, and all right, this color, come on up. And finally, when it's us, I'm sitting here going, "How are they getting it done so quick?" And what they do, they just stand you in line. You walk up. There's Mr. Shackner. He's just sitting on a stool. His expression on his face doesn't change at all. <laughs> he doesn't. He, it looks like he's sedated almost. Like he's just like, "Hey, I'm, just, I'm Bill. I'm really drunk right now. Come on in." I don't know if. You know what I'm saying? It just looked like he was about half there type thing. And they come up and they would have this plexiglass that separates you. They protect uh, him so you can get close to him, but not too close. And then what they do is the guy was sitting there goes, all right, next. And they sho- shove you in there. You got three seconds. They take like a five shots of it. And then they jerk your ass out and throw the next person in. And that is it. I did walk. We walked up and said, hello. And he's like, huh. And then that was about all I got out but it was I wasn't expecting a full conversation. Yeah. I, I assume you have to pay extra for that crap. But sure, sure. <laughs> it, it was it was nice though. Completely nice is all. I, I noticed from the picture that you seem to be like standing like off center from him, and and I want I wonder if there wasn't like if there's like a mark you had to stand on. Uh, no, they just they stuck you right there. He was kind of away from the glass, and see if they would have squeezed uh, closer to the glass, it would have matched up more. Yeah. But I have a feeling they were, you know, he's ninety-one, and he's like, "No, I'm sitting right here." And then they're like, "Okay," and then yeah. <laughs> started bringing people in. You know what I'm saying? He's ninety-one. Got that huh? He's ninety-one. It's COVID season, and uh, he's got two thousand people to meet. Yeah, literally is what it is, and he's and he and they set this all, and it's funny because what they do is they set it all, and you can tell when he is done, he literally turns, walks, goes out the back doors into his car, and he's gone. So yeah. it's literally that kind of thing. And I guarantee you, me and Martha did the math. If you counted up how much we pay for tickets and how much we had to pay for um, the pictures and stuff, I guarantee he made probably half a million dollars for that one venue. I believe that. And I was like, holy crap, no wonder he does this. For 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 three hours of work, half a million dollars is what he got. He's... And I'm just and I'm thinking he probably got 90% of a cut. And the theater and everyone else at the theater got the other 10%. That's usually what you know, I were in the movies, you know how that whole thing works. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that's correct. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm just like, wow, was all I could say. Which is wow, wow. But he's super nice. Couldn't believe it. I assumed we see some sort of shittiness or anything like that, but no, he was fine. He was fine. Yep. The only thing I thought was funny is when the movie started, I could where we sat, I sat directly across from the balcony seats. So I could see the VIP section. And when the movie started and his big scene shows up in the movie, I saw the doors pop open and him walk out. And I couldn't tell if it was him or not, but it, it, you could tell by the body, the body yeah. structure. I'm like, I think that's him, actually. He came in and people clapped and cheered and stuff like that. Not at him, but just the fact he was on the screen and stuff like that. Yeah. And you could and you could see he's like just shaking his head and he turned around and walked right back out. And then the next time he came back in was because again I I saw the, the doors fly open was the con scene, the big screen when he screams con. Yeah. 
and he walked in for that and then he came and then I think he walked in right when Spock died and then he then I guess went in the back and got ready to come out on stage because they cut the credits they just literally right when credits are they pull up the house lights the guy comes out and he does there's other things Bill Schechter's been in and then they show like this huge video clip of all the crap he's done and stuff and then he comes out and like I said for 91 he didn't yeah. act like a 91 year old he acted like someone over 40. <laughs> and then you see me be like i, I loved you in rescue 911 yes yes that's, that's something obscure <laughs> that's what martha said she goes oh i love rescue 911 and, and it was funny because he even said up there on stage he goes i don't even remember doing rescue now oh that's funny <laughs> yeah. and he goes I, I, I gotta be honest with you that's the first thing i know him from oh really yeah. uh i get that i get that mine like i didn't watch a tv show i was always the movies when i was growing up so yeah. he's a movie star to me and then i was like wait there's there's tv shows and then i went back and watched the tv shows <laughs> but it was nice it was fun i had a blast doing it but uh it's a good segue right there that's a good segue yeah. from uh, our childhood very good yeah and and so the the modern equivalent we won't get into this segment now but the modern equivalent would be uh you know chris pine <laughs> yes well they've even replaced him now technically yeah i guess so they they got they put another actor in who was in i think supernatural or something like that and he was in the the newest star trek stranger worlds and he shows up as a younger version before before shackner's kirk and it's supposedly still the same kirk if you're going with the whole timeline thing yeah so which i thought was interesting he does look a lot more like kirk back then but still yes they've 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 already switched out shackner twice all right yeah. <laughs> uh, i'll i will tell you my celebrity story of the week hi this is future mike interrupting this section contains spoilers for my wife's birthday present so if you are married to me please stop listening right now until your birthday after your birthday you can listen to this part okay bye um, are you familiar with uh, Gilmore Girls? Yes, I am. All right. Have Just because of all the stuff you told me about. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so Tracy's 40th birthday is coming up. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out what to get her. And I, I, don't know, I was on, scrolling online and then I came across an ad for Cameo. And I was like, I should see if anyone's on there that she would like. And uh, so I got on there and I, uh, and, and they have like 10 or so people from the show. But Scott Patterson, who is like the Luke in the show, the, the main guy. He's on there and wasn't terribly expensive. So I was like, yes, I'm going to do this. I bought it like a week or so ago and I, I, I got it back this morning. You got it back this morning? Yeah. He, 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 oh, he, so he's doing the video for you and everything. Yeah. He, he apparently recorded this uh, morning and sent it back to me. Nice. And so it was is it like, good? It is surprisingly good. Like he, he goes on for uh, almost three minutes. Can can we watch that real quick? Do you have it? Or do you, are you, do, can Tracy hear any of this stuff? Um, no, she's she downstairs. I, I'll, I can text it to you. Okay. Um, I, I just I'll, I'll show Mari. That's great. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. But like he uh, imparts some wisdom because he's like, oh, turning forty, and he says, I remember when I turned forty. That's when things started to get good. <laughs> and, then, like, and like wax philosophic for a little bit. Like he he's just like downstairs in his like kitchen, like recording this, and he even says at one point, I'm I'd sing you happy birthday, but I kind of, kind of whisper because my family's still asleep upstairs. I'm I'm oh. a riser and they're not. <laughs> so, oh. And then he, then he just goes on this whole, he sung happy birthday. And uh, he, he's it's like, I, I hear you uh, watch it every year in the fall, which is what I said in the thing. Mm -hmm. he, he said, that's great. I, I hope they bring it back for another season or something. Uh, I've been, I've been uh -huh. here about that for a while. Like, like, so I feel like it was inspirational and like felt like Span he, service too. he gave us some inside information and like, that's nice. It, yeah, the, but like the whole thing like about turning 40, like I was like, man, I feel inspired. 
Yeah. Well, it's you like, know, it, it reminds me, and you tell me if I'm wrong, you know that old saying, never meet your heroes, right? Yeah. I can feel like we completely were, were told wrong on that because we did meet our heroes, and they turned out to be super nice. Yep. I mean, if, if we got to know them any deeper than that, then that might be problematic. Probably, probably. We'll, we'll keep it as just acquaintances. Well, you can't say that. Yeah. Just run-ins, and that's about all it could be, but it, still. If you can keep the experience under three minutes, then it, it's it's all good. It's all good. I agree 100%. The three minutes we met our celebrities, it was great. Exactly. That's all I can say. That, a minute that four, <laughs> that's, when you, that's, that's the title. Keep it under three. <laughs> Yep. Ah, uh, let's do. So I, I've got this timer now that says uh, I, ha- I have seven minutes, or I have to upgrade or or get cut off. So I think that's a perfect time then. That's the first time I've had that. So what I think I might do is actually stick this on the end of uh, West by a Pod. Um, okay. As like, hey, check out our new show, um, of which we have not decided the name yet. Um, old farts or ancient, uh, no fossils or fossil fuel. <laughs> mm. Ah. That's a good one right there. That might be. And it. what? You know what? He just have us, and then we're underground, and then above us is like machine overlords in the title or something like that. <laughs> it, it, and then below us, you can have dinosaurs. So it's a joke, mm, right? I, just layers upon layers. I you like that? I actually love that. <laughs> like, like where's our skeletons underground, <laughs> and then dinosaurs below us, and then the yeah, like robot overlords. Yeah, and all you gotta do with the skeletons is you just have us holding like a podcast. <laughs> have, a, have us holding an iPhone and be like, and that's it yeah. right there. Okay, fossil fuels. I'm, I'll, I'll look and see if that's taken by anything spectacular. Okay. I'm probably gonna work on this graphic tonight. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think that's that, good. <laughs> that's right. too funny right there Good deal. all right well we'll have to add it in and then for those who uh, switches over we hope to see you on our new podcast fossil fuels name pending name pending <laughs> that's too funny and now the biggest thing is we just have to plan our month so we can get a freaking hour so we can just talk to them <laughs> yeah this may be like, that was uh, the saddest thing in last podcast huh yeah this may be like a once or twice a month thing yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I, I was sitting there looking at Martha. I was like, "When's your next day off?" She goes, "Saturday in two weeks." I was like, "All right, that works good. We'll just." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. Every other Saturday sounds good to me. Yeah, it sounds uh, good to me too. All right, all right, good. buddy. Well, you only got five minutes left. I'll let you go then. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a good one.